The Muster Financial segment brought to you by Craig's Investment Partners, Gore. This information is general in nature and is not financial advice. Craig's Investment Partners Limited financial advice provider disclosure statement can be found at craigsip.com slash tcs. Joining us from Craig's Investment Partners this afternoon on the muster on a Wednesday as we catch up every couple of weeks. Sam Grant, good afternoon. Afternoon, Andy. How are you? Going pretty good. Um, how's December holding up for you? Uh, yeah, it kind of feels like got a month's worth of work to fit into the next two weeks, but we'll, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. It's just the way it is at the moment, always that time and it's a busy time of year. Sam, firstly today we'll, we'll um, touch on the GDT overnight, 0.6% rise. Um, that's a little positive, I suppose. Yeah, I think so. On the um, on the scheme of things, you know, uh, it's been a pretty volatile year for commodities, including uh, dairy. And I think you know, obviously, getting a positive gain is always always what you like to see. But I think you know, not getting those big swings that we have seen throughout the year, and hopefully, uh, sort of being the second to last one for the year. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't sort of affect the payout for um, our farmers in the region. Do you think it'll affect the payout? The fact we've had two rises in a row now to uh, kind of complement the right, the falls we've had over the last three or four auctions, to be fair? Uh, I would probably be surprised at this point, you know. Um, I think the amount of volatility we've seen in the price that, um, you know, they'll probably be a little bit reluctant to make any sort of big movements or make too many calls. Um, no, I think it has to be some sort of pretty big, swings upwards before they'd maybe move things at the moment, given, you know, how quickly we've seen things reverse, not only in sort of GDT, but all sort of commodity prices at the moment. Sam, markets have held up recently um, on the back of hopefully seeing the peak of inflation. Yeah, so I think this year, world global markets had sort of bottomed out at sort of been down about 27.5% from their sort of all-time highs, um, that sort of clawed its way back um, up about sort of 16% since then, so we're still down about 15.5%, but it's uh, almost sort of halved those um, sort of initial losses from the uh, bottom, effectively, at the moment. Um, yeah, and sort of for the month of November, uh, sort of things sort of rising a little bit, or being a little bit flat, effectively. So now the New Zealand market, if we take that as an example, is down about 10% now as opposed to, I think it was sort of down sort of 17, 18%. So I have seen sort of things uh, slowly sort of come back um, a wee bit, which is quite nice. And the big driver of that has been um, the potential of inflation peaking. Obviously, still a wee way to go until we uh, find that out. But hoping that uh, central banks' monetary policy will sort of start to slow a wee bit. You know, in the US, we've seen some pretty big um, jumps in this effective OCR rates were going up about 0.75% in one go. We've sort of seen the same thing here in New Zealand. Uh, so sort of hoping that those sort of increases, uh, if we do see them, uh, not as sort of um, as violent, I guess, uh, which is quite nice going forward. And I think the other thing as well that's sort of factored in is, you know, here in New Zealand, the Reserve Bank was quite hawkish at the last uh, OCR announcement, sort of saying they're trying to engineer a bit of a shallow recession next year and I sort of saying the OCR might sort of peak at sort of that 55 5.75%. So a lot of that sort of factored in now. Do you think we can see inflation rising further yet in New Zealand? 
Uh, I think there's definitely um, the potential. Uh, yeah, I suppose one thing that's probably might soften that, at least going forward, um, is the, you know, the New Zealand dollar has rallied, so it sort of makes imports a wee bit cheaper now. Um, I think New Zealand dollar is up about 16.5% from where it sort of bottomed out about seven weeks ago against the US. You now we're sort of sitting at about that 64 cents, so that does sort of take off some of that sort of pricing pressure when you're importing stuff. I think the biggest thing is, you know, inflation may sort of creep higher, but um, hopefully it doesn't sort of... I suppose the main thing we'll be looking for is um, how much it moves potentially, you know. I think, you know, as long as we're not getting sort of big 1% or 2% um, uplifts in inflation, I think the central banks will be pretty happy to... on the hope that that'll sort of eventually start to turn. Yeah, we're talking about the New Zealand dollar against the US dollar. Uh, the greenback up to 64 cents... Um, that's a good thing. Definitely, definitely from an inflation standpoint, yeah, obviously it's quite nice when it's at that sort of 55% if you're an export or selling an export um, product, which a lot of that sort of farmers do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, sort of when you look at it as a whole, sort of going back to that sort of middle ground, and that 64 cents is only about two cents, so 66 cents is that sort of long-term average. So sort of heading back towards that long-term average is quite a nice equilibrium, uh, sort of hopefully helps make some input costs for farmers, whether that sort of flows through sort of remains to be seen. But I think as a country as a whole, that sort of, um, you know, you kind of hear the government talking about um, importing inflation, and that's where a lot of it comes from, with that sort of currency movement, making sort of imports a hell of a lot more expensive. Um, so with a bit of currency relief there, hopefully that uh, does sort of help sort of soften some of that inflation that we do have to import from overseas. Sam, ANZ November business confidence is at its worst point since mid-2020 during the pandemic. Similar levels to 2008-2009. I remember them. I especially remember 2008, uh, especially with red meat commodity prices, what we were facing as farmers. <coughs> and again in 1988 as well. And um, the worst industry is construction to be affected at the moment. Yeah, so uh, that sort of... Survey was done sort of middle of November, so sort of two or three weeks ago now. But yeah, effectively, they sort of ask uh, businesses how they sort of see the economy going and how they sort of see their um, sort of own business going. And both of those uh, sort of figures came out to yeah, the worst it's been since sort of mid 2020, which, if we all sort of cast our minds back, is sort of just after all the lockdowns and not sort of really knowing where the world was going at that point. Um, yeah, so. Uh, effectively, a lot of that's going to be um, not knowing sort of cost pressures next year with inflation and where it's going to peak, as well as sort of the potential for recession. And I think a lot of people may be a little bit uh, expecting them to be pretty cautious going into next year. And if you sort of compare it to similar levels, yeah, like you said, 2008, 2009, that's sort of the global financial crisis. And before that, 1988, which was sort of just after the uh, 1987 crash. So yeah. it's fair to say most businesses are sort of looking forward I imagine a pretty, uh, pretty, um, pretty cautious going forward. It was. It did sort of say in the survey that um, there was quite a bit of variation via industry. Um, yeah, I sort of noted there. Construction is definitely the worst by quite a considerable margin. Um, yeah, I think looking at building consensus, that's generally where most sort of construction firms sort of look at their uh, sort of workflow going forward, and they're at quite considerably sort of from this time last year. So. And that always takes, you know, sort of six to 12 months to flow through by the time somebody gets to the consent to sort of maybe starting or finishing jobs. So, 
um, yeah, sort of going into 2024, it might be a little bit, you know, some industries are definitely going to fill it a lot more than others. Yeah, and just finally, Sam, uh, we are centre for a present for 2024. Uh, what should we be thinking of for 2023 even? Yeah, so going into 2023 and 2024, um, I think the biggest thing, probably no surprise, is going to be inflation, effectively, and where that's going to peak is going to be sort of driving a lot of where, what direction New Zealand's heading, both here and overseas. Uh, at the end of the day, that's going to be driving our interest rates, um, which is, I think, what a lot of people are going to be uh, quite cautious about. I was listening to the radio this morning, and they kind of said, um, I think, you know, the average interest rates people paying on their mortgage at the moment is, um, I think, about 35 3.7%. And when you look at sort of current fixed rates, are sort of on those high sixes, early sevens at the moment. Uh, I think if you a lot of those uh, sort of fixed rate mortgages are coming off in the next 12 to 18 months, um, yeah, it's going to be sort of quite a big uh, rise in interest rate costs for a lot of households. Yet, you know, these interest rate rises haven't quite fully flowed through to, I suppose, the average household if they're still paying 3.5, 3.7 on average at the moment. Sam, just finally, Craig's Investment Partners, if somebody wants to get in touch with you and the team, how they do it? Uh, at the moment, yeah, give us a call on 209-0153. Yeah, otherwise, you're more than welcome to pop into the office at 120 Main Street in Gore. Sam Grant, thanks for your time. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks for the last time for the year. Awesome. Look forward to it. Sam Grant there out of Craig's Investment Partners right here in Gore. Wednesday afternoon, up next, MP for Southland, Joseph Mooney's on the programme. Oh,